I mean, okay, before, I guess, it's not, it didn't really change. It's like, it's more of, it just kind of came at me more. Like, I learned more about it. And welcome to Reclaiming Filipinx Identity Season 4, Episode 8. Today on the podcast, I had the pleasure of inviting Angela Faye Navarre. She is a college student and the president of the Filipino Club at Chaminade University. She is a first generation and is currently working towards a bachelor's in business administrating with a concentration in marketing. She is a full Filipino living in Hawaii with two full Filipino parents and she moved here to Hawaii when she was about four years old and practically all her life has been in Oahu and I recently have gotten to know her through Instagram and of course connection with all of the Filipino clubs on Oahu specifically um, the high year education so this would be a really fun podcast to get to know and open up the narrative of our next generation. Turning to the mic on you, Angela, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, what do you do? Your gender pronoun? Uh, which, way, um, which generation are you from? And if you could describe yourself in a Filipino dish, what would it be? Hi, yes. So um, I'm Angela. Uh, I'm a student and president of the Filipino club at Chaminade. Uh, she and her, and I'm first generation. And what was the question again? Oh, and the question I asked is if you could describe yourself in a Filipino dish, or any dish in particular, it doesn't have to be Filipino, what would it be? Okay. Um... I really like embutido, so I I would um, I would describe myself as that just because I have so many components in my personalities and stuff, and yeah, it's just it's a really good mix. Cool. And can I ask, do you like raisins? Raisins, I prefer maybe not having them, but it, it's okay if they're in there. <laughs> Okay, I asked because they, we have like this um debate with one of my friends and I, and they one of them don't like raisins, and it's just a little <laughs> argument that we have. Oh, that's like, funny. <laughs> and they prefer not to have it in the embutido because you know how there's raisins inside them. Yeah. 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 Usually so, yeah. they're in there, but it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, that was a really nice icebreaker just to get to know you. And um, mm-hmm. a little curious, um, how was your upbringing like, especially since you are a first generation? Uh... Um, so being raised by, you know, two full Filipino parents, like, that would just mean, like, I'm surrounded by all these, you know, stereotypical things, you know, like um, having cooked rice at home all the time, you know, TFC channel is on like all the time um so it's like um and having my parents speak 
Tagalog to me all the time, even though, you know, I usually speak back with English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every week we would have um, at least one kind of Filipino dish, like either like adobo or sinigang or something like that. We would have something like that every week. And so it's it's kind of hard to miss, like, um, having Filipino culture not be present in our everyday lives. Yeah, I guess I was already exposed to it just by living in it. Like when I didn't really, like I was just born into it. And then mm-hmm. I would just pick up these things that are already known as, like, you know, speaking Tagalog and stuff like that. And like thinking things that are normal to like a like an Asian a household, like having, I don't know, um, reusing containers that are not meant to be reused like those things are like something that you pick up and you don't really you don't really think much of it until you grow older mm-hmm. and they're like why do you have why do you have these containers at home and you're supposed to throw them out you know yeah but yeah i guess transitioning into that and trying to like go into the conversation have you personally struggled with fully embracing your own cultural identity um, I haven't really struggled to embrace it. Um, it's more of uh, the stuff that I haven't learned or haven't experienced uh, because I haven't really lived in the Philippines for my whole life. So things like reading Tagalog at a normal pace or like saying stuff, like I would sometimes ask my mom, like, what does this word mean? So it's just things like that that I struggle with, but I wouldn't really say that I struggled embracing it because I was always open about it. Yeah. Did you have like, um, it does having close friends who are Filipino, uh, one of the factors why um, you, you didn't as much struggle embracing your own cultural identity? Yeah, um, I've had... Um, I've had a lot of friends who are Filipino and there's got to be at least one person that I meet that's Filipino because I don't know. It's like this thing where if you're Filipino, they kind of just gravitate towards you and they know that you're Filipino. So they become your friends. So it's kind of hard to just not have one because they know that you are because they see you and see that you are Filipino. So yeah, it does help. I feel that way. And I feel like in with Filipino being the second largest, like, we're so diverse population here in Hawaii. It's, it's, and in the world, like, it's, it's hard not to avoid a Filipino. Like, everyone in some way is Filipino. I mean, okay, before, I guess, it's not, it didn't really change. It's like, it's more of, it just kind of, came at me more like I learned more about it because um of course as you grow older you learn new things and stuff like that and so you learn more about your culture that way and so since I've been raised with it uh it's not something that really changed with that said um especially since you are surrounded with the culture itself what is um I guess it's a good way to bring it up but what is that one thing that you always wanted to learn about your own Filipino culture or our own Filipino? Um, 
I wanted to learn like maybe a different dialect or the like the old alphabet that people used to use. Um, you know, like the with the one with the symbols and stuff, the I think it's called the avocado or something like that. I really wanted to learn more about that because no one really uses it anymore and it's like kind of lost, you know? Like not a lot of people use it anymore. So it's like so like a goal for me to learn how to use that and you know maybe if it ever um revives or you know comes back and then i can use it and i guess to um transition from that is being the president for the shamanad the filipino club what is the one thing that you hope to get Um, back i just want them to learn like, the basic understanding of what, like, the Filipino culture is, like, how the community is so big um, and welcoming, and they can learn more about maybe um, the language, uh, like, simple phrases and words. So, like, on our account, we do um, phrases and words of the day every week. So I want them to learn about that. And what I want them to, um, I want them to know that even though you're not Filipino, you can always still be considered family because um, we're all welcoming here. (laughs) We, um, even though you're not Filipino, they will still embrace you and they will welcome you as one. And I think that's a really great way to um to um follow up with this question. Um, what? How do you think some for someone who were born here, who with a Filipino blood, how can um the question that is kind of roaming around now is, how do you define someone who is a Filipino, especially how for someone who is born here? Filipino. That's that's a good question. I don't know. Um. I mean, okay, so I guess a Filipino person (laughs) is someone who they're proud of it. They're proud of being Filipino and they know, well, okay, Mm, being Filipino is you have pride, you you i just don't know what to no worries it's well i know this is a really hard question and i ask you this because um especially because you did came here at a young age and the question what defines a filipino is a really a a, a question to really reflect on and uh, a great way to like kind of like ask ourselves like okay what's sticking out to me right now being filipino is a person who eats rice <laughs> who eats rice um pretty much every day but has no shame in doing it and they don't they don't care they embrace it they love they just eat it with everything they don't care if you say it's wrong they just eat it. They eat it with everything. Um, but 
yeah, it's there's also pride. It's pride. Pride is also a part of that because um, people people who are Filipino they just they radiate it like they they don't they're not afraid to show that they're Filipino. They sing, you know, like karaoke. They they sing it so loudly and proudly. They don't care if they're loud. Um, like Filipino parties, they're so loud. They don't care. It's it's like um like a big community family type of thing. A big community. And I I like how you kind of tied in together to how um what um to food. Fil- being Filipino is like food itself. We have so many different influence when it comes to the the food that we eat, and at the same time, like I I, I like how you kind of made that analogy with rice. In rice, you can literally um, put anything in rice, and that's like how we are in different ethnic groups. Like we can be with anyone, and like with everything that we do, um, someone might um, say something at us, but at the same time with how we were history-wise, um, how we were influenced, um, it kind of defines our authenticity. And I guess with that said, for you, when I say what does it mean for you to reclaim our own Filipino identity, how would you, def- how would you answer that? Um, okay, so reclaiming my culture, cultural identity is pretty much just learning more about my roots and things that I could have experienced if I did live in the Philippines, like, um, you know, like street games that kids would play, you know, stuff that I would miss that I had missed out on if I had stayed. And um, it's just like a matter of learning and experience, because that's all I'm really missing with my culture besides like, you know, actually living there, because there's a lot of people here who are Filipino, and I haven't missed out on that at all, and all of the um, traditions and stuff, so. Very well said, and I think when it comes to being Filipino, there is so many things to learn about ourselves, and it's like this little analogy that I didn't, that I recently learned, how being Filipino is like tearing away the skins of a humbled onion because we are so we are we have so many different layers and one one like how you shred an onion you constantly just keep crying because you kind of find out the the truth about our history the truth about who we are and so that was pretty much well said and like what you said we never stop learning our own culture because i i know i don't know if you want to if you want to agree on this but being filipino is like there's so much things that we need to be open to learn about especially if we want to also help advocate for our people back home and from there um where do you Um, see yourself 10 years from now I see myself either speaking to my child in Tagalog and teaching them about our culture or maybe teaching my significant other how to speak it, um, whichever one comes first. Um, 
you know, and what we do in our culture and things like that. But either way, I will be teaching them both because uh, it's important to know it's important to know your roots. Um, and I'd probably be cooking a lot of like Filipino dishes for them, you know, like um, even maybe just buying the desserts that are well known and stuff like that. So that's that's probably what I'd be doing. I think I forgot to ask this in the very beginning, but where actually are you located in the Philippines? Your like where um did your where parents am I located? Go, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. Um, I came from Mandaluyo. So yeah, but um, I asked that because um, trying to like geographically know where you are and then uh, how I want to reiterate is that um, especially since you said um, 10 years from now you want to pass on your language to your child um, in learning the in learning your mother tongue which is Tagalog which is the where the language is so if you were to give a speech for your club or slash advice to the next generation about how would what would you give them um my speech to the future generations um don't be embarrassed don't be embarrassed to be filipino like i know there's some certain like there's a certain type of humility when it comes to speaking it i don't know for whatever reason but it's a part of you and you should embrace it um also don't take the food for granted i know like sometimes you may be eating it like 24 7 you know um but once that's gone you're gonna miss it um and if you ever find yourself losing touch with that um you know with your culture do something about it you know maybe go to Jollibee or something once in a while if you miss your mom's spaghetti or something do something because if you don't, it might be hard to get back. Um, and I ask this because normally, um, when it comes to just sharing out our own culture with the next generation, it's important to say what you said, um, to not be embarrassed about who we are, um, especially if you do learn about something about our culture. It's 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 just about persevering and being resilient things before we end and that is what is your favorite filipino word and what is one thing that you want to learn about this filipino american history month because it is the month of october hmm. okay um my favorite filipino word or phrase okay um Okay, my favorite Filipino phrase is, we always say this, we say, ano bayan, you know? You know, we say that without, without thinking. We say it all the time. We say, ano bayan? And it means, what is that? Or, you know, what? You know? Um, and I like it because we just find ourselves saying it every day. Um, and something that I would like to learn um for this month is um how did we 
become to be so big? How how did we become to be so big and loving in a community and like like it's very different from a lot of other cultures. It's like you would like everyone says yeah, everyone's nice and all, but how did we become to be like very open? Like very open with other cultures, you know? I think that comes in a in a specific way, which is how we are we Filipinos are very community like and the word that is very popular and I know you may know is the word kapwa. We have that that spirit of kapwa to live in the spirit where we just know how to embrace our shared identity with those around us. And there's a um the it's a it's actually a colonized word but we are always working on to decolonize the word kapwa, but kapwa is just a way to care for our fellow beings.